You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Check, check, mic check. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, special edition episode of the Discipline Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, EL Discipline. Alongside me usually is your other host, Suhei Sotomayor. Today is a special episode, just like I stated. This lifestyle is, uh, it is taboo. It is, um, there's plenty of misconceptions pertaining to this lifestyle, and I want to get into the power dynamics today, but first and foremost, let me do my thing like I always do my thing, like you know me, you guys know me, I'm doing my thing. It is discipline therapy where everything is completely free. See, if you subscribe, there's no monthly fee, it's free, it's judgment free, sucker free, censor free, sensitive free, and plenty of liberty. God and the ancient ancestors are great, and that means everything else is straight. So go grab your wine, popcorn, or roll a blunt, especially for this one. But make sure the children are in bed. Why? Because we have that soul, food, and vulgar conversation. Prepare your mind to be fed. Light one up, inhale life, and exhale strife because you guys are fiends. Ladies and gentlemen, once, once again, you are tuned in to the Discipline Debbie Podcast. I'm here. All right. Power dynamics. I'm going to get into it. In um my first ever book, which was uh published June 30th, 2017. We'll get you a copy, The Seduction of Discipline. In chapter three, I've titled it Substandards. Um, the reason I titled it Substandards is because there's different levels of submission and there are different submissives so this is what we're going to talk about today um but we're not just going to talk about the submissives we're going to talk about the dominance as well i believe every woman is submissive it just takes the right man to bring out what's been repressed due to social conditioning um television shows reality shows films um music uh, uh propaganda gimmicks these smoking mirrors other women, bitter women, jaded women, because a lot of women follow other women. There's only 2% in this world who are alpha, who don't run in a pack, who have high self-esteem, confidence, no matter what. But, you know, this has been repressed in women. And um, the thing that I'm doing is I'm bringing I'm bringing back the education because this is part of our ancestry. You know, if we look back to the ancient Egyptians who are our ancestors, you know, people prior to us, pioneers who've been um, doing this, living this life, who were, they were incorporating BDSM back then. They didn't call it BDSM. Um, 
you know, we have to dive into our divinity. And a lot of times we lose sight of that due to all those things I've stated. And, you know, I'm going to get into it further down the line. But the foods that we're in, in um, implementing into our bodies, what we're ingesting. Um, but like I said, I stated, I, uh, I titled it Substandards. I've titled um, it Substandards because of the different submissives. So let me just brief and then we're going to get into it. Um, the psychological sub where submission begins in the mind prior. She doesn't require to be in love with her dominant. I've said this in shows already. Um, the bottom, which is most uh, women, they uh, they might enjoy the pain. They might uh, receive the, the, they, they wish to be on the receiving end of the flogger or the paddle or the whip. The bottom maintains the control though. You know, the, she doesn't release complete control to the top. It's a mutual partnership. Most women are the bottom where they would love to have, uh, like a power dynamic. I've stated this in an unapologetically dominant episode that I did by myself. You guys could go back. Most women, when they get in relationships, they they want to be equal to their partner. And this is this is because women are born the lesser gene and they know that. So most women, when they excel in their life, they're making a lot of money. Um, a man could have hired them to be a CEO of a company. Now they're making a lot of money. Now they run other men. They run other women. When they get in a relationship, even if they see that man is lesser than she is as far as, oh, he makes less money than I am or whatever, whatever attracted her to you, tall, handsome, muscles, tattoos, he has the gift of gab, he drives a nice car. He, you know, wears nice suits. Whatever uh, attracted her to, to you, you know, you're you're that allure. Once she gets in a relationship with you and she finds out these things, she may not walk away from you right away because of those attributes. She's gonna want to, to get you to be on that level with her. She's gonna want you to, um. Uh, she's going to want to help you to get there. She's also going to, and that's part of that being that partnership. Most, most men don't get in relationships wanting to be partners. Most men get in relationships being, Oh, I'm the provider. You don't, you don't need to work. I'll pay all the bills, stay at home, take care of my kids. If you're going to stay at home, um, you know, do this, do that. Like me, I'm the type of person, like if I was married and I don't have kids yet, but if I was married and I was going to get with the woman, who never had kids before and she's going to have my kids like I'm going to pay all the bills. I'm going to tell her I want you to stay home. Now, if she gives me a little pushback and she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm a worker. I got to work. It's my identity." Then I'm going to be like, "Okay, cool. I'm going to give you 100 gre- 100 grees. 100 Gs to um to start your own business, but you're going to be working from home and you're going to be your own boss. That way you're still working, but you're not Stressing out, waking up at this time, doing this, doing that, because you know what I'm saying? You got to be home to do all these other duties. You got to be home to take care of the kids. That's what I would do. Or 
if she wanted to work for somebody else, whatever it is, it's like, okay, when you have my kids, I'm going to support you and pay everything for at least a, a year, two years. Once those kids get to like two, three years old, then you can go and work and stuff like that. This is, this is me. Um, this is what I would do. But, um, if that woman is already established and she's already like, oh, you know, I'm the CEO of this and that, it's like, I'm still not going into the relationship with a partnership. Now, if, if she, if I see that she's already established and she's, um, makes seven figures or whatever it is now, I'm going to give her the opportunity to invest in my business so we could build a conglomerate. That's the partnership that I'm going to build with her. I'm not going to build a partnership as far as the relationship goes. Oh, baby, where do you want to go eat now? You choose today. No. You know what I'm saying? It's still going to be dominant and submissive, but we're going to have more with the relationship because I'm a hustler. Like she's automatically going to be a hustler, but let me just not jump off topic. Let me get into this specific thing. Okay. Power dynamics. Now there's a top. Uh, these are, these are the male masculinities. And if you don't, um, if you need a refresher, go back to BDSM 101. Um, the season finale of season one, episode 12. So in BDSM 101, I talk about the um, male masculinities. The top you have, you have the, um, the dominant, you have the alpha, you have, um, the sadist, you have the master, and then you have the king. Now I didn't put these in order, but in that episode I do. Excuse me. Now for the women, you have the bottom, you have the submissive, you have the little, you have the baby girl, and these are all different types of submissives. Um you have the pet, you have the masochist, you have the, the slave. Um, you also have the alpha sub. I'm going to, I'm going to elaborate all of these things. Now, the power dynamics, the reason they're successful is because of the compatibilities. Now, for example, um, the top, their counterpart or who they would be associated with or compatible with are the bottoms, the dominant with the submissive the the uh the master with the slave the sadist with the masochist the daddy that's what i didn't mention the daddy with the little the daddy dom with the baby girl um alpha or the beast with the pet now these 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 dynamics these two parties or three parties depending if you have like a bds uh, a poly lifestyle or whatever these are they're compatible because they complement each other that's the biggest thing in a relationship in most most relationships people don't know each other a lot of men are going with the flow. They don't know themselves. So they just go with the flow. Then women start asking you, oh, what are we? And so like, that's the that's the worst thing a woman can ever ask you. What are we? Like, you know, you fucking up somehow when she's like, what are we? Oh, we need to talk right now. 
we have something to talk about. Like a woman should never have to put those things in because then it's like, then it's coming down to her being complain, uh, um, bratty, her nagging. She's going to complain. You know what I'm saying? Men have to nip that in the butt. And part of that is, 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 um, being a man. Part of that is claiming. So men who are tops, right? Now I explained what a top was. I, I really don't want to get into it because if you, you need to go back to BDSM 101 and just listen to that episode or watch it, but I'm going to brief the top and the bottom. They don't mind having a partnership in their relationship. So in the bedroom is the place where the, where the, um, dynamic begins in the bedroom is the place where the power exchange takes place. So in the bedroom, once those doors open and close, nobody's around. It's just them two. No cameras, no nothing. She's going to relinquish control to him. She's submissive. He's dominant in whatever capacity, whether she's receiving pain, you know, impact with the flogger, like I mentioned prior. Um, the moment that physical uh, intensity activity is over, the doors open. They go back to being a partnership. So, for example, she might wear the pants 24-7. She might um, be making the decisions, everything, in the, in the household, whatever it is. It might be she p- chooses where you guys are going to go eat. She chooses what she wants to do, what she wants to post on social media, how she wants to go out dressed, undressed, displaying cleavage. And I'm only saying this because these are the things that are like, make me cringe. These are the things that, that, um, that these are pet peeves of mine, but another man, whatever, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't mind that because he lets her represent herself. However she wants, she might even run him, tell him what to do, disrespect him or whatever. This is a top and a bottom. Now, we're going to move on to um, a dominant and a submissive. Now, a dominant and a submissive, they can have a dynamic where it's, um, you know, he's incorporating rules. She's following. Because that dominant is instilling discipline. That's the thing that that's the difference between the alpha and the, the the bottom. They might not do that because remember, their relationship with the with the top is a um, is a is a partnership. So they they may not engage in that. Most likely, they don't. So a dominant and a submissive, he's going to incorporate discipline. The dominant is going to. Um, want to provide protection. In my opinion, and this is solely my opinion, when a woman is going out dressed however she wants, displaying cleavage, slit dress, whatever it is that looks inviting, because remember, men are visual creatures. If that top or if that dominant doesn't check her, doesn't say, yo, I don't like you dressing that way because you're a reflection of me. Now, a lot of them may not say it and articulate it the way I did, 
They might just say, do what I say or else, or just because me, I like to explain things. I like to ask questions so people can sink themselves. I like to put things into perspective. So they're like, oh, okay, I won't do that. That's the result. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't just say things. Just, no, do that because I'm the dominant. You're a submissive. No, I, I don't do that. Like I come from a Haitian Dominican background. My parents used to do that to me. They never used to explain. Eat your broccoli or else you getting the belt. So I just did it. I didn't understand anything. So me, I like to explain things so people can understand. So if that dominant is just allowing her to do that, he's putting her at risk. He's already not displaying that he's trying to protect her and love her. In my opinion, people out there are going to be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? But these are just my opinions. He doesn't really love her if he's not caring for her in that sense, if he's not protective, if he's not overprotective. Because a man that's overprotective of you, the right way, not the toxic way, he's showing you that he really loves you. If I tell you don't dress like that, it's not because I'm insecure. It's not because I care about men looking at you or whatever it is. If you're a beautiful woman and you're with me, I want men to look at you. It shows them what I got. That's not it. The fact is, one, your representation of your dominant. Two, you you reflect him. Y'all are like a mirror of each other. And three, men are visual creatures. Not every man out there is a gentleman. So you might walk down the street or whatever, dress like that. A man might walk by you and pinch your ass. And, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Like, hey, what's up, shorty? You, you understand what I'm saying? He gets away. Oh, it was my mistake. Just because you're dressed that way. So it's like when you allow a woman to go out there, because remember, women are the lesser genes. Men have more testosterone, so they could always physically overpower you. You know what I'm saying? When you don't show that you care for her in that sense, oh, don't dress like that. She, you're putting her at harm. That's why I say it. You know what I'm saying? Like people need to understand that. So that top may not care. He's not a dominant. He's just a top. That dominant is going to instill those rules and incorporate those, those, those educate, the education. He's going to guide you. He's going to teach you. He's going to want to protect you. That's the dominant and the submissive dynamic. You're a dominant. I'm a submissive. I make the rules. You follow them chain of command, I say it, you do it. So, you know, she's agreeing to that. She's abiding by that. The dominant and submissive also have limits. That's something that the bottom and the um, the top don't have. The bottom and the top don't have um, limits. They, 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 okay, everybody has limits. I said this in BDSM 102, episode 13, season two premiere. Everybody has limits, whether it's moral limits, you know, I'm not fucking a goat. No, I love animals. I'm not fucking a dog. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not robbing a bank. Everybody has their moral limits. You have, you know what I'm saying? You look at your moral compass. Everybody has their moral limits, but I'm talking about realistic, um, limits. Everybody has them, but with the top and the bottom, they don't, they don't discuss that. Remember, the only time the power exchange takes place is in the sexual environment. Outside of that, they're on a partnership. So if you're on a partnership, you don't have limits. She does what he wants. He does what he wants. She does what he um she wants. He doesn't question her. She doesn't question him. But with the dominant and the submissive, they have limits. So if he's saying to her, um, you know, um, when we're in public, 
you know, you, we could be in the restaurant. We're sitting next to each other. I got you a booth. Every single time you take your panties off and you give them to me and you don't get them back until I say so. Cause I don't want anything between you and I literally, she might say, Oh, I'm not comfortable with doing that. Okay, fine. He has to respect that. If that's not something that's too crazy for him, he has to respect that. That's the difference. I'm going to get down to the slave. The submissive always has limits and the dominant always has to respect that. And that's how you keep, that's how that relationship keeps flourishing. Now, the different parts of submissives that I mentioned, the little, the baby girl, the, um, the, the brat, the, um, the, the, um, the pet. These are different types of submissives and there's different types of dominance that, that coincide with them that are their current counterpart. Okay. So I'm going to get to the slave last because when you are a slave, you're relinquishing, um, complete control. You are at that moment, you don't have any limits, but let's, let's jump. Let's, let's keep it. A, B, C. Cause I'm, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go A, Z and confuse you guys. Okay. So a little and daddy, their dynamic, um, is really like age play. Remember in a, in an episode I mentioned, I don't remember what episode it was, but it was a BDSM episode. No, 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 it wasn't. Um, whatever, whatever. It was an episode where I said, um, a little is not necessarily the the term to 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 uh, as far as age a 50 year old woman could behave like a little it is age play she's the little he's the dad he's the daddy and they they have age play where you know she acts like um she might she might uh, be calm through anxiety with coloring in her book um, she might like stuffed animals, um, flowers on Valentine's Day, uh, chocolate on Valentine's Day. This is the little girl coming out. Every woman has a little girl in her. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that is their dynamic. The little requires a lot of attention. The little requires a lot of guidance. So for example, She's going to be coming to you every two seconds for, for tasks, for, for guidance, for, um, assurance, for stability, for structure. And that daddy is, um, he's that protector. He's that, he's that person that's going to guide, uh, and be comfortable in doing that because she's very, very needy. Um, the daddy, Dom, baby girl. The daddy dumb is the soft hearted, but he's also firm. So he's still going to incorporate those rules. The baby girl is, um, is cuddly. She craves emotional, um, intimacy. She craves, uh, spiritual intimacy. Um, she's clingy. She's, she wants to cuddle all the time. She's emotional. Now, that daddy dom fuels that um that character 
You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Of the baby girl. Now, we're going to go back to incompatible. We're going we're gonna to get into incompatibilities and how shit gets fucked up. So the beast and the pet, that can be, uh, or the alpha and the pet, that could be, um, he has her in a cage all day. He puts a bowl on the ground with milk or whatever it is she's licking from the bowl. Um, it's like a real pet, like an animal. That's their play. So these are different kinks and fetishes. This is what turns him on, what turns her on. This is why they engage in it. All right. Um, now, a, mas- a, a masochist and a sadist. These two, they may not be love involved. They may not be connection involved. These two mes- just might engage in a sexual environment. And majority of the relationship is pain and pleasure. He inflicts it. She gets off on it. Pain and pleasure. That is their dynamic. That is the core of their dynamic. So um, he might incorporate psychological and emotional humiliation. Get the fuck over here, you fucking piece of trash bitch. She's going to love that because she's a masochist. She's a masochist in all ways. She's a physical masochist. She's a psychological masochist. And she's an emotional masochist. So whether it's in public, whether it's in, in, in private, you know, what would make a submissive or a, a vanilla girl is disrespectful or or would make her you know have low self esteem uh, uh feel like he's berating her is empowering for for the for the masochist it's it makes the masochist wet you know what I'm saying oh my god you call me a bitch i'm i'm your bitch you call me a slut. Oh, I love being your slut. Oh, call me a piece of trash. That gets my pussy wet. Like, this is the emotional masochist. This is the psychological masochist. Now, when he's inflicting pain, it's uh, it's physical. Now, these emotional masochists, they might also love the verbal abuse. You know what I'm saying? He might be verbally abusing her. Um beating her head up verbally or uh, psychologically and she loves that um also we go back to the physical pain it could be with his hand it could be with the flogger it could be with um um a paddle he's spanking her till she's red she's dripping wet he's choking her choke me harder pulling her hair as hard as he could get she wants it harder 
You know what I'm saying? These masochists, they want pain to the extreme. This is therapeutic for them. Um, I said this in um another show. I think it was episode 26, the um the friend zone one, uh season three. Some Scorpios, most Scorpio females are masochists. Uh, most Scorpio males are, are masochists. I said the only masochist with me is working out and um tattoos. That's the only time I'm I'm gonna abuse my body or allow somebody else to abuse my body. Um, a woman will never do it. A man will never do it. Uh, I don't go that way. But I'm just giving you examples. Most Scorpios are masochists, especially the females. Um. So they're always going to gravitate towards a beast. They they have these alpha tendencies with them. Um, now, uh, Leo's also. Leo's, Leo's are a little bit of masochists. Okay, so I, I could get into the, all the different signs and what they are, but I'm not going to get into it. You guys want to know, y'all could DM me. Um, so, so now we talk about the master and the am i am i jumping let me see okay let, let me brief on the 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 dom let me brief on the dominant and the submissive a sadist that is 24 7 is not a dominant a masochist that is 24 7 only that is not a submissive she's only submitting to the pain so that means she might um, cook and clean and stuff for you if she if you if she knows that's what you like, because you're gonna spank her afterwards, hard. You're gonna give her that rough sex, hard. So she's gonna do these things temporarily for that. But the moment things are fucked up, you you guys got into an argument or whatever, she might start suppressing those things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's no longer um, it's no longer benefiting her. It's almost like I always say the lioness is not submissive. She allows the lion to be king as long as it pleases her. The moment it don't please her, she's ah, she's trying to get back at him. She's trying to talk back. She's she's roaring. She's aggressive. That man has to get her back to reality, whether it's it's verbally, whether it's, um you know, bent over, spank her, whatever you got to do to put her in her place. Um, be quiet, sit down. Um, don't talk to me like that. Give me respect. If she, now she gets back into her, her natural, um, habitat. She gets back into her natural state. We're going to talk about the master and we're going to talk about the slave. Now I stated this in BDSM 101. So I'm just going to brief. Y'all got to go there because it's very informative. The master and the king are synonymous. They are the highest level of dominance, highest value of a man could be. The slave and the queen, they're synonymous. The slave and the queen, they are the highest level of submission you could be. Now, the master, he's able to teach, he's able to guide, he's able to protect, and he is able to induce proper punishment and discipline um, and he gives positive reinforcements. Dominants are also do this as well. They should, but some don't because there are dominants out there who are emotionally unavailable. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it depends on their dynamic. Now, the slave 
is the strongest of a submissive a submissive could be. She relinquishes complete control. She doesn't have any limits at that moment. She is synonymous to ride or die. She is no longer, she no longer has inhibitions. She does not exhibit egregious behavior. She does not, um, um, she does not talk back. She does not, um, uh, smart mouth shit. She does not display any of those inhibitions behaviors. She does not exhibit those things. It is, we're walking through fire. I'm holding your hand. You're walking with me. It's, um, you know, I want you to come over here. It's not, oh, I just got off work. I'm tired. No, she's coming over. I want you to sleep over. It's not, oh, you look tired right now. I'm just going to go home, um, you know, and, and let you rest because I care about your feelings. No, it's not that. It's you following that, no question. That's why, like, for me, being a master, it's like every woman I meet, I have to start them at the lo- lowest level and try to get them to that. Because I would want my sub or subs to get to that level of slave where they're ride or die. Like, I don't have that right right now because it's very difficult for a woman to be a slave because all of these things she does not exhibit anymore. That's in the past. And it's very hard because sometimes women will get into their bratty ways. They're on their period. They're PMSing. They will get in there where, you know what I'm saying? And it's like a sla- a master is not going to constantly keep putting up with, why am I punishing you or why am I disciplining you for things that when we met a year ago, things that we met six months ago, things that we met um, three months ago? Well, a woman doesn't just get to be a slave. Like she needs to invest time. You know, she, she's not going to be a slave from for three months, especially if she's vanilla and you meeting her and you're, you know, teaching her about the life, uh, getting her into this. She might've been a submissive for 10 years with a dominant. She still has to learn you. You're still teaching her. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of work and it, it, it's a lot of dedication and commitment on her end as well. Um, but that is the most, that is the highest level. You know what I'm saying? You have a, 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 a submissive with a slave heart, which I've written in, in um, the Seduction of, Seduction of Discipline uh, episode, episode chapter three, um, substandards. That woman, she desires that love from her dominant. You know what I'm saying? She, she requires it as well. You know what I'm saying? And that will make her submission thrive. You know, that is the sub with the slave heart. Um, and like with these dynamics, they work because they're compatible. Now, let's say, for example, the baby girl, remember when, when I said baby girl was cuddly, needy, emotional. They want conversation. They don't want you to be emotionally unavailable. Let's say she gets with the sadist. Because she has, every woman has masochistic tendencies. Now, let me educate you. Women have more nerve receptors than men. Women can handle pain more than men. Psychological, emotional, 
um, physical. They have periods once a month, cramps and shit like that. Us men, if we do that, we didn't really know what to do. If tomorrow they told me that I would have to have a period, I would be freaking out. How the fuck do I got to deal with this? Cramps? Oh my God. Like, I would be like, yo, what the fuck I got to do? Fuck my, take my doll, shit like that. Like, I wouldn't be fine with that. I would be going through anxiety. Women go through a lot of pain than men. Um, so when you, when you are with her and you're having sex and, you know, you're, you're fucking her rough, the endorphins are kicking, kicking in oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, love drug, the mood stabilizer are all kicking in. She might say, choke me harder, pull my hair. She's not feeling it as much. She's not feeling it, um, as she would normally. It's those endorphins. Women have more nerve receptors, so they're gonna um they're gonna tolerate more pain than men would. They go through more pain than men would. We could talk about it. Labor, all of that. So every woman has masochistic tendencies. Now, that baby girl has masochistic tendencies. So when you guys are having sex, she's gonna want that rough shit and all that. Now, that sadist might be able to feed that beast in her. But now outside of the bedroom. This is when shit gets fucked up because she's so emotional, because she's so clingy, because she's so needy, the better you fuck her, the more attached she's going to get. So the more attached she's going to get, the more she's going to want to give you. She's going to connect emotions with sex. Now she's going to want to know about you, talk about you, this, that, learn about you, want you to learn about her mental stimulation, all, um, you know, uh, what you doing right now? I miss you. All these emotions are going to kick in and she's going to want to share this stuff with you. And she's going to want it to be reciprocal. If it is not reciprocal on your end, because remember that sadist, a lot of them are emotionally unavailable. He's not going to care for that. And now you get in a relationship with a fuck buddy. You know what I'm saying? You get in a relationship with a, a situation ship or a fuck ship because now these these women have these emotions because of who they are as the baby girl. You're the sadist. You don't have this shit in you. This is the incompatibility. This is where shit f- gets fucked up. Now, here's another incompatibility. The daddy who gets with the masochist. Now, or, or the dominant who gets with the masochist. Now, let's say that woman is 10% submissive. And that might be she cooks, cleans, caters every single time she has a man. She is just, you know, bring him his plate. She's just see, that is just how she is. Right. But she's 90 percent masochist. Fuck me rough. Spank my ass till I'm red. That um, gets me wet. Do all this. Choke me harder. I want to fucking black out when you choke me. That's how I feel good. I want to, you know, I'm just giving hypotheticals. You know what I'm saying? This has never happened to me. Remember, the dominant is the driver. He has to pay attention. If you see red, blue, we use the lights of car. Red, you got to pull up. You got to slow down. Even if she's saying this, harder, whatever, you as the dominant have to know her limits. At that moment, a woman could be telling you whatever the fuck you want to hear because the endorphins. Let's walk to China because you fucking her good. Yes, daddy. She doesn't even know what she's saying. So you have to be the more level-headed one. So she's going to want you to do all these things to her. This is that. Now, if you are a daddy 
You might not have that sadist in you. You might not have that beast, that savage in you where you want to spank her rough and you also getting gratification from that. Where you want to, um, you know, do all this and do all that. You just might, you might want to make love that day. Be very gentle. She's going to always feel that she's not satisfied with you. She might cheat. She might talk to other men. She might want to um mention it. a lot of women won't mention this because they don't want to bruise men's ego but let's say she's a bold woman and she's just like why won't you just do me a little harder why won't you just do this why won't you just do that and you know if if he's the dominant they're playing like a, a superior he's a superior um and, and and she's the subordinate role he might just check her and be like, no, this is how it is. This is how I want to do it with it. So she's not being fulfilled because she wants that beast. And he's just too soft. He's a soft dumb. You know what I'm saying? That's what daddies really are. They just, they display a lot of soft tendencies and stuff. I also believe like the daddy doesn't coincide with the brat because the brat and the masochist are kind of synonymous. Like the brat will be like using reverse psychology, make me. You can't do that. You can't dominate me. You ain't a man. You can't handle a real woman. You a bitch. You a punk. Because they want that. They want you to react. They want that physicality from you. They want to feel your testosterone. They're they're trying to get you out of your character. Like I play chess while they're playing checkers. I'm already at checkmate. So like, you know, when somebody's saying that to me, I give them the opposite. You know what I'm saying? So, um, now here's another incompatibility. The top and the little, that's a perfect example. Remember what I said the top was? The top doesn't incorporate the guidelines, discipline, following rules. Duh, 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 duh. I don't care how you go out. You you could get touched by niggas. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You, you want to let other niggas fuck you? I could watch like a cuckold. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm, you know, whatever. He'll be fine with that. Not all of them, you know, some. So the top, their power exchange only takes place in the bedroom outside they go their separate ways whatever so you get with a you get with a top and you're a little that doesn't work watch remember what i said what the little was the little requires assurance constantly she requires stability constantly she requires tasks constantly she requires guidance constantly so now after they engage they get into a relationship She's going to be now very needy. She's going to be like, good morning. What do you want me to do today? How do you want me to wear this? How do you want me to do this? Remember, the top doesn't have guidelines. He doesn't have rules like, yo, text me every morning. Do this, do that. So she don't, she don't even know shit. She's just, this is how she is. She's very needy. She's about like, she needs you to guide her. And that is her love language. So now he is what the fuck is this? Why you want me to ask this? Why? Now he might, it might get to a point where he gets annoyed with her because she's so needy. She's so, why you need all this insurance and, and, and everything like that? This is the incompatibility. Another incompatibility. Um, 
Let me see. Let me see. Dominant. Uh, a master and uh, a master and a pet could work. A master and a pet could work, but like me, I'm the type of master where I want love from my significant other or others. I want to love them as well. Like that's the goal. I want to build connection. So I don't want to fucking put you in a cage. I don't want to feed you in a bowl and have you crawl. Like you could crawl to me when we're in the privacy of our home. But outside is king and queen. Like I hold your hand. I don't pull the collar around your neck for people to see. This is private. We sit at a booth. I might sit. I'm, I'm not might. I'm going to sit next to you. We holding hands. That's um. That's like bondage. You know what I'm saying? Seat discreetly. People don't even. People are unaware of this. You know, so this is what I'm going to want. But there might be a master out there who, you know, might be fine with that. The alpha and the pet work, but it's not going to work for me. Um, Me being a master, I'm not going to work well with littles because I have a guideline already of what I want you to do. So if I write a guideline of what I want you to do, why are you asking me? For new things that we never discussed. Unless it's like, let's say, for example, um, she went to the doctor and she's like, oh, the doctor told me to do this or drink more water or whatever it is. It's like, oh, OK, that's that's cool. I don't intervene in, in that. You know what I'm saying? But if if I'm putting you on a fitness uh, diet and, and, and this, and I'm telling you to go to the gym and whatever, I want to choose your nail color and, 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 um, this and that. Like if I, if I say, I want to choose your nail color and now you're coming to me, like you're coming to me like, Oh, I'm going to get my nails done today. Um, what color do you want them? And I say red and you go get like, Red with glitter and designs and all that shit. What are you doing? This has happened to me. What are you doing? Go change that. Did I say specifics? Oh, but, but no, you did that to please yourself because that's what you like. You're not pleasing me. Why are you asking me then? You see, go change it. You see, it's like, it's like if I'm a very technical person, if I said, Red, I would have said red with designs with blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? I said red, plain red. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she she made she took it upon herself to do her own thing because it was kind of like, it was kind of like you were trying to please me, but yourself as well, which is a no-no. Your job is not to please yourself while you're here. Your job is to please the dominant and you'll be fulfilled. Because there's 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 a hidden treasure of rewards waiting for you, but what what is required is loyalty, honesty, respect, dedication, um um commitment, um you you gotta uh complete obedience, you know what I'm saying? And then you'll get these positive reinforcements, good girl, this that. You'll get all these. Pleasures, good dick now, today. Oh, um, you know, I got your dessert. Get on your knees. Like, you know what I'm saying? You'll get all these rewards from it. 
because of those things that you're providing. Therefore, you'll be happy and he'll be happy. But 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 making sure the head is happy prior is going to make you happy. It's like you need like women that are in this life. They need to learn how to play chess. You, you understand what I'm saying? They need to learn how to play chess. You're the most you're the queen. You're the most powerful piece on the board. But you got to support the king. You got to protect the king so he doesn't get captured. The, the, he's captured. The game is over. It was very hard for you to win the game without him. So you always got to make sure the head is good. If the head of the table is good, if the head of the household is good, if the head of the relationship is good. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. You're going to be good. You're going to get those benefits. You know what I'm saying? So, like, me, like, as a master, I wouldn't do well with brats. I wouldn't do well with littles. Um, I wouldn't do well with masochists unless they're willing to transition because of who I am and where I am in my life and with this lifestyle. I've been in this lifestyle for 13 years, so I've experienced all different types of subs, and I've done the analysis. Now, being a psychological submissive, I'm also a psychological dumb. So it's like I'm also a spiritual dumb. So I'm able to, and I, I understand psychology, even though it was my major in college, I also understand it naturally. When you born in like different um, environments, for me, I'm able to analyze. And that's the difference with a lot of dominance. You know, they don't know how to analyze and, you know, oh, this is what you are. This is what you're doing as a woman. These are your idiosyncrasies. You got a good relationship with your parents. Oh, this is why you grew up without your father. Oh, both of your parents are together. That makes sense why your relationships are the way is as good as you are. And you want you want um, your family oriented. Oh, you, you did this like dominance learned this. And they this is part of the vetting process. The thing with me is I'm paying attention to everything. And I'm able to reach an adequate analysis of how that woman is. And now it's like, okay, this is who you are. This is who I am. Do you want to be here? No, you don't want to be here. Okay, this won't last. So maybe I love this relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because of the time that I invested in it, I'm still being fulfilled. I'm still being happy. But the moment it's not satisfying me, I'm gone because you already told me you don't want to transition. So I'm gone the moment it's not satisfying me. Um, And you could go. Now, 
if you have a woman that's like, yeah, I'm willing to try and, and be all these things or whatever, then you try to help her step by step to get her to that level. A lot of men are not willing to put in the work. Um, and that's why, like, you know, a lot of these relationships and even even BDSM relationships are not as successful. You know what I'm saying? I met women who were in this life. Oh, I had I had a couple of doms prior. And then when they meet me and I start talking about love and connection and all that, they're surprised because they, they're just thinking they're just, this is just a sexual thing. We don't talk like that. Um, you're emotionally unavailable. You're, um, you're this. And I'm like, yeah, you weren't getting full-blown BDSM. You know what I'm saying? Because love and connection and, and, and openness, communication and all of that, this is the cornerstone to the lifestyle. So, you know, you were with part-time doms. You didn't even realize it. They start looking at themselves in the mirror. You know, they start realizing I'm right. But, you know, a lot of this is finding your compatibility, knowing who you are. And, you know, just vetting, you know what I'm saying? Reevaluating yourself, holding yourself accountable. And then you start holding um, the, the other person accountable. Now, I don't recommend a submissive to hold her dominant accountable don't check your man like i don't believe that you know what i'm saying because if you're if you've already done your vetting process already because a lot of women don't do it a lot of women right off the bat they fall in love with the shit right off the bat oh you gonna cash at me thousands of dollars all right i'm gonna be submissive to you you got a big dick great let's start fucking you could tie people up great let's start fucking they don't get time they don't take time to know the man and it's, it, suck, it sucks for them because they're on the receiving end. Now, when they don't take time to know the man, they get in these relationships and now they feel like, oh, well, you're not doing this. This is not what a dom's supposed to do. This is not what a daddy's supposed to do. Like, she's checking him. She's already, like, she's already, um, because a, a bottom could do that. You remember, the, the top and the bottom, they're in, outside, they're different. A bottom could do that with you. The moment she sees that, oh, you know, this is just sex, she might she might lash out at you and stuff like that. The thing is, if you did your job as a woman and you vet that guy and now you submit to him, you should never be checking him because you gave him the power. If you're checking him now, it's like get out of the relationship. Because there, there, there should not be power struggles. That's a power struggle. It is. Oh, he's not satisfying me right now. I'm going to complain to him. I'm going to do this. Why are you not doing this? No, you submitted to him. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you women don't do that. I'm telling you, men have bigger brains than women, but women use it more efficiently. That means you guys are smarter than us. Y'all could cheat better than us. Y'all know how to keep secrets better than us. Y'all um, hide better than us. Y'all manipulate better than us. Y'all use reverse psychology better than us. Y'all analytic thinkers, y'all pick up on things, y'all critical thinkers, y'all pick up on things quicker than the normal man and his normal brain. But you guys become dumb. You guys become dumb due to money, dick, big dick, good sex, status, handsome faces, tattoos, muscles. You become dumb now. You're like deaf. 
Like some of y'all are not even listening to what I'm saying. If you're watching the YouTube, y'all just looking at my tattoo zooming in. Oh my God, he got big muscles right now. He got this and that. Look at him. I wonder if he got a big dick. His voice is deep. Y'all not paying attention to the message. You know what I'm saying? This is what y'all y'all doing. This is why y'all getting into these predicaments with men. You know what I'm saying? And now you're like, oh, uh, you know, what did I get with this? Like, you guys got to vet these men. Y'all are more on the receiving end. So y'all got to vet these men. Y'all got to make sure these men are not frauds, posers, fake dumbs. Y'all got to make sure these men are really who they are about their actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are with their words. They're consistent. You know what I'm saying? You guys got to do your research on men. You know? And, and it's like, you're putting yourself at risk when you don't. So you got to understand who you are. Knowledge yourself is imperative. You got to know who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? You got to know who you're dealing with. You got to know if he's a beta or alpha. Most alpha males, you know what happens with us? We are the highest value of men. The almighty alpha dominant king is the highest value of a man. Now, he may be rich. He may not be rich. But he's handsome. He is fit. He has the gift of gab. He knows how to talk to women, how to seduce. He also great in bed. He's also ambitious. So if he don't have money now, he's going to be a multi-millionaire, billionaire in the future. All of these characteristics a high value man possesses. Women, and this is me generalizing. All women, all women gravitate towards this type of man because this woman, this man entices sexual uh, arousal. Now, sexual arousal and relationship are two different things, ladies. This is what you guys got to understand. And men, you guys got to understand this as well. Sexual arousal and relationship are two different things. You may be sexually aroused by the bad boy. You know he's bad for you. Felonies. Doesn't have um uh, a license. Doesn't have this. Doesn't have that. Uh, uh, whatever it is. I mean, I, I've been to jail, but you know, that was past past. You know, I'm not doing shit now. Bad. Like I've grown. <laughs> I've grown up. But like we look at you. You look at that. You know, it's a red flag. You see it right in front of you. Versus relationship. Now it's like, damn. But I, I really want to get fucked really, really good. But can I change him and make him into husband material? Oh, you know, I probably could. Yes, I, I do. He just needs that help because I have a rescuer complex. And, and I, 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 I'm, I need to be needed. And, and I can help him get to their level. And these are what women don't understand. Like there's arousal and then there's relationship. And a lot of times they do not coincide. So the thing with us alpha males is alpha dominant almighty kings. We trigger arousal in women. Everything about us triggers arousal in women. Their mind, their pussy tingle, and, and their clit throbs. They get chills. Everything. They might body, be biting their lips, you know, whatever, salivating for you. But the moment they see that you're going to hold them accountable, they they got to earn you. Well, wait, wait a minute. So 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 you're telling me that 
my vagina and my body is not enough. Like I, I need to bring more to the table. Wait a minute. I need to have a brain. I need to have ambition. I wait, wait a minute. You're, you're a hustler. So you, you might want ideas for your business. I, I, I can't do that. Like, why don't you just take this pussy like every man else? I, I don't open my legs to other men. You know what I'm saying? I don't open my legs to other men. You should feel special that I do that. Why aren't you just satisfied with my body? Because real men have sexual discipline. Because real men don't, you don't manipulate them and get them because you have money, because you have a nice body, because you got a nice face. There's a ton of you out there. And the thing is, a man can always train a woman how to act right check her and bring out the queen in her a woman can't train a man to be a man and if she does she no longer respects him why do i have you if i have to train you it's almost like i had a girlfriend i don't go the other way why are you here this is a woman's psyche everything in a woman's psyche reacts to this if she can do that that's the difference so women don't understand this and it's like they run away from us because they're like, damn, I can't manipulate him with sex. I got to bring more to the table. I got to earn him. Fuck, I'm the fucking prize. I got niggas in my DM all fucking day. I got fucking options. No, you don't. You don't have options. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not getting the same DMs in real life. You don't have options. Niggas is showing you they dick in real life. They pulling it out in the street. If they met you on the sidewalk, they pulling it out. And they mean you, hey, baby, right off the bat, I'm going to marry you and buy you a house and this. Oh, I'm going to give you 7K for a titty and stuff like that. Oh, good morning and stuff like that, right? In re real life all day. You know what I'm saying? You beautiful chicks might get that, but it's not the same energy as behind a screen. So those men, they're not, they're not options because they're not really who you want. Them motherfuckers is talking to themselves, right? Them motherfuckers ain't even having a conversation with you. So how are they really options? They, you, you know, you got them there just to think that you got options, just for a self-esteem boost, just to boost your confidence. No, they're not really options. They're simps, probably. They're beta males. Alpha males are not going to be kissing your ass all day. Alpha males are focused on their job. You got to find them. Me, I'm not on social media like that. I post this week's stuff and I'm fucking gone. If I get those notifications of people commenting and stuff like that, I might reply, but I'm fucking gone. I'm not on social media all day. I'm not a social worker. I got things to do. Most alpha males are like this. They're not going to be on your post kissing your ass all day. They're prioritizing. They're focused on their goals. If you are not conducive to their goals, you're a fucking distraction. The best thing a woman could do that gets in a relationship with a hustler is to try to invest in his business, to try to be in a business with him, to try to support his business, to try to motivate him with ideas or whatever. Or he's just going to like lose interest in you because now you're going to be demanding time from him that he probably doesn't have. I'm saying you women are not, um, this is not calibrating correctly in your minds. You know what I'm saying? So when you guys are left sad, crying and, and, and jaded and bitter and your, your walls up, this is your own fault. 
This is your own fault due to the moment, due to that guy looks good right now. I bet you he got a good dick. I bet you he did this. I bet you... You don't think if he's intelligent. You don't think of, you know, building conglomerate. You don't think of, you know, um, this and that. Women always think, what can he do for me? What can he provide me? How can he take care of me? Women always think that. That's why they ask stupid questions like, what do you do for a living? How big is your dick? What, what, what are the, cause they're always thinking, men don't ask those stupid questions. If a man asks you what you do for a living and you tell him you work at McDonald's, he's not going to give a fuck. Even if he don't got money, if you are a dime piece, if you are a 12, he's not going to fucking care. And if he makes a lot of money, it's a bonus for him. Cause he's going to be like, baby, don't even worry. You can quit McDonald's tomorrow. I'm paying all the bills. You see, a woman's not going to do that. So a lot of times you women have to like start using your brain efficiently because y'all are born to use your brain efficiently. Only the woke and conscious women are not, they're immune to that shit. Oh, wow. You got a big dick. It's nice. But can you stimulate me mentally? Can we have a conversation? Can we do this? Oh, you got a lot of money. Okay, great. I make my own too. So what else are you willing to provide me? You're you're willing to send me a cash app? I, I don't even know you. I'm a stranger. So you just be sending random chicks money? Hmm. You, like women are on to, they're like, you're probably a bozo. They're not, those women are not dumb. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, like I urge people to dive into divinity, dive back into their DNA. You know what I'm saying? Scope out the frauds. You know, a lot of men are going to say that they're this and they're that pertaining to this lifestyle because of the explosion of 50, um, whatever that thing was. You know what I'm saying? With the fictional character, whatever. He's like Winnie the Pooh to me. But the, a lot of women are, stuck on that. You know, they want to get dominated. They want to be dominated in whatever capacity. Like women love powerful men and women love status, power, and dominance more than anything else. If you got money, that's a bonus. But if you are, um, let's say you work, you're the cashier that works at McDonald's, she's not going to pay attention to you. But if you tell her, you work at McDonald's, but you're the manager or the CEO. She's going to fuck with you because it's that boss that's in her psyche. It's that mm, he's a boss. He's going to take charge. He used to making decisions. He's this, he's that. Automatically in her psyche, she's going to want a step closer to submitting to you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's that power, it's that dominance. You know what I'm saying? Women love powerful men, but... You know, and some women might look at a man who makes a lot of money powerful. He's not really powerful. It's just money can get you anything you want. It could get you that chick who's giving you attitude. And then you put a stack on the table and you like, yo, drop that shit for me. Dance like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you're running from a, a fire. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It might get you to pussy faster, but it's not power. Because if you take that money away, where what does that guy have still? You know what I'm saying? If he don't have gift of gab, if he don't, if he's not influential, if he doesn't 
touch people's spirit. You know what I'm saying? If he if he can't make you feel a type of way, if he can't influence minds, you know, if he can't, you know, lose it all and then gain it back. Come on. He has no power. He's he has fake ambition. He could have been put in a position where he had a trust fund. He could have been put in a position where he's a scammer. He's a fraud. He's he's scamming people out their money. It's fraudulent. You know what I'm saying? He's not really getting money like that. He's scamming people out his money. That's why he could spend it because he's not working for it. You know what I'm saying? Or his parents left the money, like I said. Or he was a, 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 a celebrity already and then left whatever he was doing, Endeavor, got into another Endeavor, made the right connections, got investors to invest in his money and build his strive. A lot of times, guys that act like that didn't come from the bottom and scratched all the way up and were self-made. A lot of men are not. And if they were, they're not doing that. Think about it. They're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So a woman, a woman could gravitate towards whatever dominance that is. He's financially dominant. He's going to financially dominate me. He's this, he, he's doing that. Like a lot of people don't think that What's going on right now is this is the new generation of pimps and prostitutes. If a man, if a woman out there is saying, I'm not going to be submissive. I'm not going to do what you tell me to do unless you fucking me or paying my bills. You're a closet prostitute. I don't care. I'll say it. You, and you don't even realize it. So you will be submissive to the money. Like I'm not judging you, do you, but this is, this is it. This is what it is. You know, say, look at yourself in the mirror. If you, this is what you're thinking, this is what you're saying. That a man out there who's a stranger could just cash app you, and you'll send him a titty. You'll you'll get flown out. You'll do this. You'll suck his dick, whatever. This is probably going on in a city near you. You know what I'm saying? The ancestors told me to tell you guys this. The spirits are speaking to me. They're telling me to tell you guys this. Stop doing this. Stop seeking attention. Seek more respect. And this lifestyle of BDSM is mutual respect. It's love. It's connection. It's honesty. It's trust. And everything is intensified. That's why the littlest trust you don't have, everything is broken. You're not getting the best sex now from him, probably, or her. Her body language is off. They cannot connect. Everything. But vanilla people can still engage. You got a woman in a city near you right now who don't who doesn't trust the man she's with. She's still allowing him to get pussy. She's still taking her panties off for him. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is not synonymous in BDSM. And um, you know, one of the things that I love about talking about these compatibilities is because, like, you really have to know yourself in order to know what you want. So if you don't know yourself, you're never gonna know what you want. You're going to be going with the flow all the time. You're going to be meeting these same type of men all the time. It's a, it's a different body, same energy, same spirit, same character. You know what I'm saying? And you're never going to try anything new. Some of you women out there don't really have options. I'm going to say it. This is the platform to say it because a lot of people won't say it. Some of you women out there, don't really have options. Y'all want to think y'all do. Y'all want to tell other people out there so they could think you do. You want to tell that man, hey, you better start treating me good because I got all these options just to get him to treat you better. You don't. 
especially if you are exhibiting egregious behavior, you're a loud mouth, you're a brat, you check niggas, you interrogate niggas, you, you do this, you do that, you disrespectful, you, you know, and it could be any, any race. It could be black, Spanish, Asian, white. If you are displaying this, you are limited to men. You might just gravitate towards hood niggas, street niggas, because you are so combative that you think they're the only types that can handle me. Corporate Wall Street guys look at me and be like, ill. And I say ill too. Um, regular dudes or whatever, you know, proper men, good guys, they'll look at me and they don't want to mess with me or whatever. They can't handle me. They, they've walked away from me. But the hood niggas love me. The hood niggas could check me. The hood niggas know how to fuck me right. The street niggas know how to deal with me. You're limited. You you know what I'm saying? You're limited. So it's almost like, you know, I've been all these things when I was younger. But like I said, I've evolved. I've grown. So a lot of times women, you know, the best thing I could tell you to try to do is you might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. You need to try to get yourself a gentleman who has a little bit of hood in him. That's that's the best thing I could do. That's the best thing I could tell you. You know what I'm saying? Because a real dominant is not going to exhibit these behaviors that hood niggas and street niggas would exhibit. The only things that it might be synonymous is the aggression. It might be the bedroom. It might be this type of activity. It might be him setting the law and checking you and, and doing that. that. That might be synonymous. But most of the time, like, they're not engaging in the same activities. They're not, they don't have the same mindset and ambition. You know what I'm saying? So for all you young girls out there, your 21s, 22s, 23s, y'all need to make smarter decisions. Don't start engaging and then now you're 40, 50 years old and now you're like, yeah, I got four or five kids now, divorced. Now I want to find a good man. At the end of the day, I hold the men more accountable. You know, men have to learn how to train women. And, and a lot of women need guidance in this world, man. Like some of them grew up without fathers. Um, Some of them, a lot of them left their parents' house. So they don't have the same education, whether they're foreign or whatever. And now they get into relationships and they're just following other women and they're just forgetting where they come from. They're forgetting their ancestry. You know, they haven't come to terms with who they are. They, they're not peering internally 
to see what their issues are. And they carry these issues with them for long. And it's like the man has to do more work molding the woman than the woman has to do with the man because a man goes through more rejection than a woman. If if a man goes to the club and he sees a woman that he likes, Barnes and Noble supermarket sees a woman that he likes, walks up to her, she rejects him. He's not going to sulk. He's not going to cry. He's not going to be in his room locked in for months. And women ain't shit. Women are all hoes. Women do it. No, he's going to on to the next because he's a hunter. He's he's a hunter. Women are not hunters. And women, a lot of women have don't go through a lot of um, rejection, especially um, beautiful women, especially cute women. Oh, she's so pristine. She's so adorable. They get everything they want in life. They don't they don't hear a no. They don't like hearing a no because they haven't heard it often. So a plethora of times, you know, you're going to meet these women that when they go through this, it's going to cause them to be jaded. You know what I'm saying? We've all been played in our life, but it's how you get up from it. But if you fall down eight times, you, you get up nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you just keep pushing and you just keep you know, you just keep going. Some people are stepping stones to get you to the treasure. You know what I'm saying? Like I might be somebody's treasure, but she needs to go through the bums first so she can appreciate greatness. You know what I'm saying? Because if you keep having, like I said, if you keep having shit all day long, you get a Ferrari here, Ferrari here, Ferrari. I got a Ferrari when I was 16 years old. I got this, I got that. You're never going to appreciate cars. But if you had, if your first car was a Cadillac, then your next car was like um a uh, 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 old Acura Integra. Then your following car was a uh, a TLX. Then your next car was a Mercedes, and then your next car was a Ferrari. You know what I'm saying? And you've been working to get that on your own. You're gonna learn how to appreciate it. You're not gonna let just anybody in the car. You're gonna take care of it. It's gonna be like your baby. You see, you might just keep it in the garage. You don't show up. You drive a regular car. I got the Ferrari in the garage, but I just drive the Acura just because I want to blend in. You know what I'm saying? I keep the Ferrari in the garage because I want when I have close friends, family come over. Yo, when I got my first three hundred thousand dollars, I went and bought this, and this is my symbol of success. And I will always keep it. I only drive it out once a year, twice a year. This shit ain't even good in the snow. You you understand what I'm saying? Like you learn to appreciate what you what you um what you what you have because of the fuck ships that you had prior. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta keep moving. You gotta go look at that mentality as you know this is a stepping stone. This motherfucker here did me dirty, but I don't need to cheat on him and get revenge. You know, let his let him deal with the karma. My karma's good. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 moving forward. I'm I'm gonna get something better. A, that was a small door. A bigger one's gonna open for me. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you women need to have this abundance mindset. A lot of you women need to have this this stuff. Um, because real men have abundance mindsets. You know what I'm saying? And you men who don't have abundance mindset, y'all got scarcity mindsets. Y'all need to build an abundance mindset. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to know that. Oh, I'm gonna be honest with her. And, and, you know because the lifestyle. It's not, it's, it is not associated with inadequate development. It's not associated with inhibitions. 
So the moment you meet that woman and you tell her the truth and this is how I am or whatever, if she says, no, I just can't do it. I don't want to deal deal with it. Most likely she's not going to say that, especially if she sees everything she likes about you. She might just say that to try to test you to see, is he going to chase me? She She's not going to do that. She might still keep talking to you just to see if you're going to change. But she'll be around. You give her that honesty. You let her make the decision. She ain't going nowhere. So she's probably adjusting. She's just trying to see how you're going to flex. You make her adapt to you, she'll fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of you men are afraid to be honest because you're afraid she's going to run away and stuff. Let her go. Only the only the strong are built for this lifestyle. Let her go. You know what I'm saying? Let her go with the mentality of, I probably dodged a bullet. The ancestors didn't want her in my life. I probably dodged a bullet. Tomorrow, a month from now, a year from now, I'm going to get something even better, 10 times better, who she wasn't even willing to treat me like a king. She, that's all she knows how to treat me like a king because that's what I deserve. You know what I'm saying? Or or the same thing of, of, a, of a woman, you know what I'm saying? A man that, that values you, you know what I'm saying? The, the right way, you know, who's also offering you protection and providing and all this stuff. Like, because providing is not just monetary. It's not just finances. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a man who just thinks, oh, I'm just paying all the bills, a man should should be able to do that. You're just doing like 10% of what a man should do. Because if you're not able to provide her protection, if you're not able to also stroke her mind, give her great sex, you know, when she's feeling low, you in, you 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 increase her frequency, her, she's vibrating low, you raise those vibrations, you're not able to motivate her, inspire her, you know, push her, you know, guide her, discipline her, hold her accountable, you just a beta male provider, you know what I'm saying, only thing you're offering is happy wife, happy life, only thing you're saying is yeah, I make all the money, but she makes all the rules. She did, and I've dealt with these type of guys when I used to do door to door. So you're gonna buy the product? Mm, I gotta think. How who who who's the breadwinner here? Oh, I'm the breadwinner. I make all the money. She's a stay at home wife, but she's the boss. What? Like, okay, where are your balls? Like, I can understand you guys have a partnership when you get into marriage, but you should be the general. She's the lieutenant. Y'all could discuss it, but you make the final decision, not her. Like You're a beta male provider. You know what I'm saying? Because you cannot offer these other things with women. The, the basic is just any dude can do that. Any woman, any man can provide a woman money. You got women that are living under men for free. Any man can provide that. But when you're providing the extra, that shit that money can't buy. You know what I'm saying? That shit that money can't not buy. You know, money can't buy honesty, money can't buy respect, money can't buy loyalty, money can't buy trust, money can't buy protection, you know what I'm saying, money can't buy love, you know what I'm saying, so if you're a man, you can't provide that stuff, and on top of the money, you're a beta male provider, even if you can't provide the money, but you can compensate in other ways like that, you are not a beta male provider. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter. We li- sometimes we live in this we live in this world where it's some some households require two incomes. 
You know what I'm saying? He could be paying majority of the bills. She pays this. They could be going 50-50. But if he's still doing everything as a man, he's still alpha. The money doesn't mean anything. We live in a capitalistic world. Let's think if we lived in the caveman era. If we lived in the caveman era where money was not required to pay bills, you could pay your rent with weed and shit like that. If he was still providing that, that stuff, he'd be the highest value of a man. If you think about it. A lot of people need to analytically think about things. Y'all need to be critical thinkers out there. I inspire y'all to be that. You know what I'm saying? Not just falling into the foolery and shit that you see. The flash and all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? All that shit is just smoking mirrors. You know, I think that a lot of people need to come into acceptance of who they are. And not like... Oh, I don't know who my identity is, so I got to compete with this man because this is what he is. He got all these chicks. What is he doing? Oh, that's what he's doing. I got to emulate that. I, I, I got to become a duplicate of that. What is this girl doing? Oh, she's twerking. She's half naked. Damn, look at her comments. Look at her likes. Oh, my God. I got to aspire to be that. Shit, I should make an OnlyFans too now. This is counterproductive. This is counterintuitive. You know what I'm saying? For both parties. And, you know... One of the reasons why I wanted to create this this uh, this episode, this special edition episode, is because, you know, I want people to know themselves. And if they can know themselves, they can know their compatibility. Like me, I know myself. So I know what I'm not going to like. I know what I'm going to tolerate and what I'm not going to tolerate. And if I meet a woman who is rah-rah independent, I don't need a man. I could still change her. Now, if she's still displaying these tendencies, she can bounce. I open the door for you. You tell me you don't need your door open. This is how it's going to be. This is what I like. This is non-negotiable. I'm a gentleman. You don't want a gentleman? Go get somebody else. Okay, I'll deal with it. They adjust. They will adjust if you put your foot down. You know, but I know what I like and what I want. Um, but I also respect hard and soft limits. So that is non-negotiable. But if it's something extreme, like, um, um, you know, I don't want you picking out my clothes for me. I'm an adult. Okay. That's a hard limit for you. No problem. We don't have to engage in that. Um, I don't, that's not a big deal for me. It's like, it's, it's kind of like a soft limit, you know? So, you know, a lot of people have to just they just have to know themselves. You know what I'm saying? Once you know yourself and what you like, you're going to know what you t- want to tolerate and what you don't want to tolerate. You know what I'm saying? And you're not going to waste your time. You're not going to invest years in something that you know is not going anywhere. Um, But more women have to vet men. They have to study men. They have to learn men if they're willing to put themselves in um in, in a position to be taken care of, to be provided for to be whatever because you might have that guy who says in the beginning hey baby i'm gonna buy you a house i'm gonna buy you cars i'm gonna take care of you oh my god he cares about me so much meanwhile he's an abuser physical abuser uh, uh emotional abuser verbal abuser and now you fucking shit what did i get myself into because you fell in love with the fact that you thought he was going to fucking love you, the fact that he was providing, but he was keeping a mask or what he really is or not telling you that part. 
You need to vent them. That's why I think finding out somebody's social media is so important. Like when I meet a woman in Barnes and Nobles, a club or whatever, I talk to her the first day. First thing I'm doing is you got a social media. If she doesn't have a social media, like that's fishy to me because everybody got social media. If she doesn't have a social media, I'm vetting her hard body, FaceTiming all the time, everything. Because I feel like social media, you may be reserved, but you can learn certain things. You could see, let's say she doesn't have selfies and stuff because she's a reserved woman. You could see what she's posting. You could see, you could read her, com- um, her um, not her comments. You could read her captions because you can't control how people comment. You could read her captions, how she's captioning, how she writes. You could study all these things. What type of stuff is she posting? When is she posting at night during the day? How often is she posting? You could study all those things. Like if I'm getting with a girl and I like her, I study her. Scorpios do that. We like you. Okay. Now we put our FBI hat on. We start investigating you. More women don't do that. They used to, but they start investigating the moment they feel that, "Mm, I think he's cheating. Mm, No, girl, you should have been doing that in the beginning. Stop falling for the foolery. You should have been doing that in the beginning if you were going to put yourself at risk because it's almost like you're putting your life in his hands the moment you get with him. You know what I'm saying? That's what it comes down to. And it's like a lot of you have to understand this. The vetting process is imperative. You know what you want. You know who you are as a woman, right? You know who you are as a woman. Now, when you find the man that you like, you study him. You see, you see if this is the man that I want to submit to, if this is the man that I want to give myself to, if this is the man that I want to give my pussy to, if this is the man that I want to build a dynamic with, a relationship with, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times y'all women are looking for fuck buddies. Y'all may not want to admit it because y'all don't want to seem like hoes, but y'all looking for fuck buddies. Y'all looking for dudes that's going to take care of you financially. Y'all looking to be paid to be in a relationship. Y'all looking for attention. Y'all falling in love with all these mundane things and not really falling in love with the person. Same thing with a man. Men are, women are uh, dating men's status and pockets and men are dating women's bodies and looks. You know what I'm saying? Only the kings and the queens and the woke individuals are studying everything. Hmm, how is your family like? What are your idiosyncrasies? What is your sign? Hmm, what were your past relationships like? What are your goals? What are your doubts? What are your fears? What are your insecurities? Hmm, what do you plan on being? Do you want to have a family? Do you don't? You know, have you had successful relationships or you just had fuck buddies? Like, what are these type of conversations you guys are having with each other? Listen, I'm not a relationship coach, nor would I ever want to be. I'm telling you things that a lot of them don't have the balls to say, don't have the goal to say, men and women, dating coaches, because they don't want to lose money. They don't want to um, lose on merchandise. They want to sell books. They want to keep their image and their reputation. I'm just telling you what's real. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot a plethora of times you guys have to understand both men and women about vetting. That is important. You know what I'm saying? Learning each other and studying them. Because a lot of people will lie on the application to get the job, but study them. Me, when I um when I'm sitting at the table and the other the, the potential employee is sitting on the other table, got my legs crossed or whatever, I'm looking at them in their eyes. I'm studying their body language. I'm studying their body language. The moment they start, um, well, they're lying. You know what I'm saying? They cannot maintain eye contact with me. They're fidgeting. They're tapping. They're doing things. They're anxious. You know what I'm saying? I'm studying all these things with psychology. Uh, oh, yeah. They're not certain. When they drag their words and stuff like that, they're not certain. So me, I'm studying everything. It's not just what they're telling me. If I get in a relationship, potential relationship, they're telling me things. Now I'm following their actions. I'm following if their actions match their words. Because like I said, a lot of people will lie on the application to get the job, especially for a dominant. Dominance, we're viewed as porn stars, right? We're viewed as, oh my God, he's going to tie me up. He's going to give me the best sex of my life. So I'm just going to lie and tell him whatever he wants to hear. But I'm really this way. The man, the, the dominant's job is to vet her. You hear what she's saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Vet her. You study her. The moment actions don't follow words, now you check her. Yo, you lied on the application. You really was a masochist. You told me you were submissive. How do I know? This is why. The, this is what you exhibit. Uh, you, 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 you did something wrong. I punished you with the belt and I saw you dripping. You a masochist. Why are we constantly getting into these arguments for this to be the result? You're not submissive. You're a masochist. The dominants have to do this. You know what I mean? Dominants have to do this and don't be afraid of letting women go so they can learn. They have to learn. Punish them permanently. You are terminated indefinitely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to learn this, men and women, and women have to vet men more. You guys, I keep saying this. Y'all got to vet them, man. Y'all got to know what y'all getting yourselves into. You know what I'm saying? Know what you are compatible with. Know who you are as a woman. Know what type of submissive you are. And when you find that man, find out what type of dominant he is. If you are a alpha submissive, you are this in your day-to-day. You're opinionated. You're strong-minded. You are goal-oriented. You run shit in your group of friends. You are constantly making decisions. And you are with a beta male. You're settling if he's just giving you good dick. You're settling if he's just paying all the bills. You're settling because ultimately, eventually, you're going to be unhappy. It may be the second year, third year, whatever. Eventually, you're going to, it's going to be at your peak where you had it. And you're going to just be like, yo, like, my friend just got with an alpha and she's submissive. What the fuck? This is the type of man I should be with. Motherfucker, why are you not doing this? Why are you like this? You see what I'm saying? So you guys have to like learn yourselves. And if you are a certain way and you really know yourself and what you like, now you got to know what you're going to tolerate. Don't get with that beta male and say, yo, you got to step your game up. 
Don't get with that beta male and be like, yeah, I want to be like Jay and Beyonce. First of all, that's that's a bad mentality to have. Stop trying to be like other people's relationships. Just just be conducive to your relationship. Just be present in your relationship. Just do what your relationship is and be present in your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to be like everybody else. Stop trying to be a, a power couple. You know what I'm saying? Especially if that's not in him. Even if you've invested in years or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You need to either one, walk away or two, stay in your fucking place. You know what I'm saying? And you need to fucking say to yourself, okay, this is what I really want, but I'm not willing to get a divorce. This is what I really want, but I'm not willing to leave him because I'm so um, loyal. This is what I really want, but he's cheated so much times. I can't do that because I'm just loyal to a fault. I can't step out. All right. I got to shut the fuck up and let him cheat in peace. All right, I got to shut the fuck up and stop, you know, having these fantasies of being a power couple. I just got to be be whatever works for us because you you tolerate it. You got in that already. There's no middle ground. My grandmother used to say all the time, stop fucking complaining. Do something about it. You know what I'm saying? So I leave y'all with this. You know, once again, this was this uh, special edition BDSM. Peace. the change in your neighborhood lately yep sprint stores are now t-mobile stores now that sprint is t-mobile you get more coverage value and benefits than ever before we've invested billions to bring our 5g from big cities to small towns across america and great coverage is just the start from high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways our customers get tons of great benefits head to your new t-mobile store to learn more qualifying service and capable device required coverage not available in some areas some uses may require certain planner features see t-mobile.com You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain planner features. See T-Mobile.com.